0: the Dakota Student Podcast. Seeing that there have been some changes to our semester, we wanted some things to remain the same. Therefore, we are recording our podcast via Zoom for the rest of the semester. I'm your host, Molly, and I'm joined in studio with, just kidding, joined on Zoom with Madison Feltman. Hello. And Mason Dunleavy.
1: How you doing?
0: All right, so our first order of business is to talk about life at home and remote learning.
1: So I'm having a great time with my life at home. I'm uh, learning tons remotely. (laughs) Not really.
0: I think learning has a lot of challenges. And for me, it's staying motivated. I already had terrible senioritis. But at least like going to class like gave me some sort of like purpose. Um, Now that I'm sitting on my couch all day every day, it's really hard for me to like focus and like get my work done and to actually like retain the information that's like being taught. I think I'm just so checked out that I'm like, I'll just do the bare minimum and like graduate.
2: Yeah. I 100% agree with that. Like I have already slacked in a lot of my classes and I actually am really getting sick of like just sitting on my couch but I've been doing a lot of, like, walking and, like, trying to do other things other than just, like, sit on technology all day. Um Yeah, I don't know. I just – this whole thing, it's just kind of crazy that, like, a couple months ago we were just giving, like, random updates and it was like, oh, it hasn't really hit the U.S. yet, but it's scary and, like, it's going to hit the U.S. And then now, like, here we are, like, months later and we're all on, like – lockdown basically and it's just kind of crazy how fast everything changed
0: yeah i mean like it's weird to think that like all of a sudden like corona was just like in the u.s i mean i've like read a lot of stuff that like people were like well i had all these symptoms Like early in January, however, there was no like real test. So like all these people were getting tested for like the flu and pneumonia and like all that stuff. And it was all coming back negative. And the doctor was just like, well, you have a virus, but it's like weird to think of how many people actually had it before. And they were just getting diagnosed like as a virus and like how much they were probably spreading it before it was like known as like a problem.
1: Yeah. We only Uh, know of the cases that have been tested. So there's a lot that we don't know.
0: Right. And that's also saying like, there are like a lot of people that have like wanted to get tested. And I know like a friend of mine in New Hampshire was actually like really sick while I was home over break. And New Hampshire, because we were like running low on tests, they were like, well, we're only testing first responders right now. So it's like how many other people like had it and like had symptoms, but like there weren't enough like tests available to even like attempt to test them. The doctor was like, just stay at home.
2: Yeah. I just think this whole thing is crazy. And like, honestly, like for everybody who was like, this is not scary. It's just the flu. Like, so I think that back then when everybody was like, the media is overreacting and they're blowing it out of proportion. And I think back then, like, yes, maybe, but I think nobody really wanted to listen. And now that it has hit us, I don't think the media was ever blowing it out of proportion. I just think people were not ready to hear the truth. Like, i've watched so many videos from people that have had it who've had loved ones having it and like they're saying like they're like this brought me to my knees like i had a family like they were like i had a family member who was in the hospital in an induced coma because it got so bad so like they're like this is not just the flu like people who die from the flu they have it for like months and then they just never get better If you get coronavirus, you are, like, sick, sick within days. And you could get it and then two days later be on a vent and be, like, fighting for your life. And so I don't know why people didn't take this seriously. And now that it's, like, a full-on pandemic in the U.S. is, like, on lockdown, everybody's finally taking it seriously. And I'm like, well, three weeks ago when we all should have been taking it seriously and canceling spring break trips and everything else, yeah i don't know that's my opinion i just think we should have taken it seriously sooner and maybe we could have been more prepared but everybody was just quick to judge the media and quick to judge people for overreacting
0: can we also just say with the judging of the media do you think that our president had anything to do with that because you know he screams fake news like it's nobody's business Is yeah it wrong
1: though <clears throat> i don't i don't know did you, did you just see that CBS was airing videos of Italy saying it was New York? Like
2: Oh, really?
1: They they do stupid stuff like that and ruin their credibility all the time. It's hard to take any of them seriously. Especially especially with CNN and CBS just just bending their knee to China basically. They have no care for any cases there they don't ask all our journalists got expelled from china and that just kind of dropped out of thin air nobody talks about that anymore it's i don't know i I don't trust our media and i don't think anybody else should either it's terrible
2: no i think our media is too biased like we literally that's what our problem is it's not fake news it's biased like it's and i don't think As much as I support Donald Trump, I don't agree with the way he refers to journalists and stuff like that. So I definitely kind of agree with Molly. And I, I don't know, I don't agree with him calling this the Chinese virus either. And I mean, I just as much as everybody know that like this all originated from China. But at this point, like we all need to stand together. And that's my biggest thing. And like, I don't know, I'm the type of person who like, I need to find an explanation for things like I need to know why something happened. And so like, I don't know, I am also like a faith filled person. So I like to believe that like, maybe this was a part of God's plan because he saw the unrest in the world and in the nation. And he knew that this would bring us together because like I was watching last night, they had a concert, like we're in a living room concert where a bunch of people Saying on Fox News and Elton John and like they showed how America has really rallied behind everybody and so I think that like despite everything going on with the media and the president like I do think that we're all ready to rally behind each other and like really get through this as a whole not as a divided country.
0: I know like I agree with that and I think um being a journalist and like covering this would be extremely difficult. And honestly, I'm really thankful that I'm not on the front line as a journalist covering this mm-hmm. uh, mainly because I think it was an interview that took place a couple of days ago and a girl journalist or a female journalist, excuse me, um, asked Donald Trump a question and he called her cutie pie and didn't answer her question. What? I don't know. Like to me, it's just like at some point, like, I don't know. I just can't even imagine, like, trying to cover it and, like, trying to, like, decipher what's real and fake without, like, causing fear. But, I mean, like, the facts of this are honestly quite terrifying. Um, yes. In general. So it's, like, you know, people can say that the media is, like, putting fear in people. But, like, honestly, the straight-up facts of this virus are, like, quite terrifying, I think.
1: I think what yeah. this virus is done so much harm is because every single government on this planet is very inept (laughs) i don't i don't know if there's another way to put it donald trump as much as anyone can like him he's still an idiot in some aspects he put what 17 tons of aid that just recently came out he gave that to china back in january when their outbreak was just starting to happen and China obviously hasn't managed this virus well. Italy obviously hasn't managed this virus well no one has it's it's uh really punishing every government that is lacking and uh yeah there's not much else to say about it other than we uh messed up pretty hard
2: yeah, I think that we all kind of dropped the ball and that like we are the ones to but like you said I mean I think it's everybody's fault, but i I also think it's like scary reporting things too, because the facts are changing all the time. And so it's hard to like be right because you can report something. And then the next day they're like, no, 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 that's not right. But it's like the day you reported it was the correct current information. And so, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of crazy because we're all a part of this and this is all, that's something that's going to be talked about for it's going to be in history books and they're going to talk about do you remember the time the coronavirus was around and like it's just kind of crazy like it really is crazy and scary
1: i'm more concerned about the the economic drawbacks from this with every country in lockdown everyone's gdp is going to suffer so that's a bright side i guess if you want to look at it that way we're all in in the in the recession together but it's going to be a heavy hitter. It's – I think our GDP was estimated to go down 20%, and that's just mind-blowing compared to the 2008-2009 crash when it was down only a couple percentage points. So
0: – I mean, I think what's tough about it, too, is, like – I guess we can bring this back to, like, classes and everything. Is like, I'm a senior, and I'm supposed to be graduating. When I am graduating in May, not supposed to be via Zoom or whatever. Who Who knows at this point? But – like I cannot, well, not that I cannot me trying to find a job right now is going to be almost impossible because like, they aren't looking to hire new people. They're looking to get the workers that they already have, like back on their feet. And that's like the hardest part about this is like, okay, so now I'm supposed to be like entering the workforce to pay off like all these loans that I have. And it's going to be like months before I would, like be able to even like find a job that's like willing to hire me. I feel like, you know, scary.
1: Yeah, that's Oh, yeah, they said it, uh, they said there can be up to like forty five million unemployed people pretty soon. I think the number's already at close to four million, so
2: um I that's like I a hundred percent agree with both of you. Like this thing is so scary economically and like Molly said, it's like uh, nobody is gonna be able to find a job. And that's what's scary too. It's like especially for the people graduating, I was supposed to be graduating in May. And now I'm seeing like, maybe I made the right call because it's like, I will hopefully have a better job market when I graduate. But it's like, even now it's like, I rely on my own work to support myself. Like my parents don't support me. I mean, they are helping me in this time of need, but I rely on my own like income and I can't get a job. And it's like, I'm broken. I have bills to pay too, but I can't go out and get a job right now because one, I'm not qualified for half the jobs that, and two, it's like, there's nobody's hiring right now. So I can't even get a job to keep myself afloat. And I can't, I can't do unemployment because technically I'm employed here, but we're not making enough money to pay all my bills. Like I don't, it's just crazy that like, this is happening, and it's real. It's it's scary, and like I don't know how you feel, Molly. Like I would be so anxious. Like it makes me like I've been like crying a lot since this, and like having a lot of anxiety. And I have like days where I don't know what's going on. And that just shows like this is taking a toll on like every. It's not just our health. Like it's our mental health. It's our economy. It's it's everything. Like this is taking a toll on life in general. And I don't think people like that's more scary than the virus itself like it's just yeah yeah I
0: think like for me the biggest thing is like I do actually support myself when I'm at school because I do like work full-time on top of my classes but like obviously my job I like got laid off um so it's been like stressful because it's like well I like don't know what to do like I can't work because like nowhere is open and like all I'm thinking about like if Right now, obviously, as I was supposed to, seeing I'm graduating in a couple months, and it's like I don't even know what the future holds for me. Like I'm about to go. Breakup. Like what? I just think about. I try not to think about it. I'm just trying to clear my head. But, yeah. All right, let's. about yes. Virus. It's me out. <laughs> I
2: don't want to talk about it anymore. Wow something that I do to keep myself busy I have been watching a lot of Netflix and lately I started watching this show well I finished it already called Tiger King and I think you all need to watch it because it is like I will say like disclaimer the first two episodes are a lot of like information thrown at you and there's a lot of people introduced and it's kind of like oh this show is dumb but, like, once you hit episode three, things start to get juicy. And, like, it's honestly just, like, shocking that this exists. That this is a real thing. This I was is, just like, about to say, is this, like, a reality? Yes, yeah, it's real. It's real. Like, it's about these... So, basically, there's this guy named Joe Exotic. And he owns, like, a uh, zoo of, like, tigers. Captive, t- like, not captive. I mean, they are captive, but, yeah. So he owns these tigers and like breeds them. And so then it goes into like this whole enterprise of all these zoo keepers who have like these independent zoos where they allow people to come and pet the tigers and be with the cubs and like all this. And they breed the tigers to get cubs because they can make money by like doing cub petting and stuff like that. And it goes into like how they're all like players in this game. And then there's, people who are against it and they're fighting against people like joe exotic and joe exotic is just crazy like it is about murder it's about polygamy it's about sexuality it's about like it's about breaking the law like it's just nuts that this is actually something that exists in the u.s and like was happening for years and nobody took time to realize it like it's just, it's very, I don't know. It's just crazy. You all need to watch it because now we all have time, and it's only seven episodes, and they're forty five minutes apiece, so you can watch it in
0: a day. I love that. I'm excited. Um, I've been watching Mad Men a lot. I'm almost done. Actually, there are seven seasons of that, <laughs> and Ooh, I can like, all episodes are like forty five minutes. Yeah, I've been binging hardcore um so that's a good one i thought
1: you should watch the platform on netflix that's a good one the
0: platform yeah what is it
1: it's about like uh it's kind of like a prison almost but it's a hole in the ground and there's multiple levels and a platform full of food gets sent down through the levels and the people starting at the top get to eat first um yeah as the goes Is it down. A movie yeah it's a movie
2: yes i've heard about that i've heard it's really good it's really good i also have been watching suits um on amazon prime that's real good
0: oh yeah i think i remember you telling me that a couple days ago it's so good. If you I mean, like, I like my go-to new girl, I've watched that now again. So it's like my seventh time watching <laughs> through. But I've watched. I heard- they have like the best um like nineties <clears throat> and like early two thousands rom coms on Netflix right now. So I watched. He's just not that into you. Love that one. <laughs> so good. Yes. No. I like. I think that
2: like this time the online streaming services are thriving like they really and I think that they know that like people are kind of stuck at home so I think they're putting a lot more titles out there and like I they're releasing movies early like I know like they're putting a Disney movie that was supposed to go into theaters on Disney Plus and like stuff like that so I think that they know that everybody's stuck at home so they're trying to give everybody a little bit of something but i mean it's hard that like you don't want to sit in front of a tv 24 hours of the day but it's like what else is there to do because you can go on a walk but you can't walk for five hours every day i mean you could but yeah i don't know i also like have been taking advantage of virtual workouts like there's this like these social media influencers i follow on instagram and they do like live workouts every day with like a fitness instructor and they're like they're basically them in their home with this fitness instructor and so it's like these in-home workouts that you don't need to go to a gym for so i've been doing those so if you're trying to stay fit be sure to check out some online fitness influencers to see if they have live streams or if they have like videos of workouts you can do at home benjamin how is your drive home
3: um, it actually was pretty good, uh, fortunately missed all the weather, which happens to be going through as we speak, but yeah. it was pretty nice.
2: That's good. I'm glad that you made it back safe.
3: Yep, and we'll see when we get to come back.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say, when do you think they're gonna resume flying?
3: Um, so... I have two views. Um, One with the expanded knowledge, two, university knowledge. Expanded knowledge, I don't think it's going to happen until fall. Okay. Because uh, these next two weeks are apparently supposed to be the most deadly and the most infectious. Yeah. But we don't know how is it going to pick up in Grand Forks now that there's two people there. Um, I think the university wants to open it in like four weeks. But I don't think that's happening.
2: Yeah, I think... Like, I don't know, I'm going to check the Grand Forks thing again. They haven't posted an update yet. Oh, oh yeah, they do it at 4 p.m. Right. Yeah, there was, like, over 100 cases, and so I'm kind of curious to see if tonight the governor is going to call for a stay at home.
3: Well, they because... put there's two cases now in Grand Forks that have been confirmed.
2: Yes, I saw that this morning, and so i was thinking that's gonna... confirmed.
3: I think that's also going to affect what they're going to do, because before there wasn't anyone there. Now that there's people there...
2: Well, um, and well, and that's the major cities are now all to hit Bismarck, Fargo, and Forks.
3: Right. Plus, also they uh, Trump in uh, announced that the uh, social distancing thing guidelines have been extended through the end of April. So yeah, even following so, that, so that that basically kills the rest of the semester for flying.
2: Yeah. Exactly. So
3: my guess is we're going we we gotta hear some news soon since registrations in, in a week. Yes. Well, who well, it's supposedly in a week. We don't know exactly when registration will be. But from what I've read, it doesn't look like it's probable. Yeah. There's even some stuff I've been reading about maybe that we still we still might even have online classes through the fall.
0: Yeah, I've heard that too.
3: In which case <laughs>
0: blow. Sorry. Sorry. Excuse my language. I just feel so bad because like, you know, I think that like, obviously as a com major, I can choose to take my classes online. I purposely choose to take in-person classes because I like better. I feel like I personally get more out of my in-person classes because I physically have to be present. And like, I think that's the hardest thing. Like when I'm on my computer, and, like, sitting in my house, I'm so distracted. And, like, the thing is, is I can't even, like, go to a coffee shop to, like, sit down and focus. Yeah. Like, I can't go anywhere. And yeah, I think that's the toughest part of online classes is just, like, I don't learn well. I yeah,
3: do It's all yeah. about that distraction part because it's like, oh, I have an online class. The professor doesn't need to see what I'm doing. I can go do this or I can go do that. Whereas when you're actually in the classroom, you're focused on what they're saying and not just worried, oh, what – What's what's going to be for dinner tonight or are you making food during class or you're actually paying attention. So the other thing I'm yeah. curious about is if they if someone happens to do a statistics to see Over the semester, how are the grades going to fluctuate are were they higher when they were online or are they going to be high or lower. Or, I'm curious what the uh, data behind that's going to be
0: we're Getting graded pretty easy.
3: I, well, you guys may have that. I still, all the classes, any of the FAA classes I have to take have to still be graded to the same standard, so.
0: I, don't know, I feel like a lot of my professors have just been like, I know this is a hard time, like, I'm willing to accommodate in any way, and I think, like, they all know that it's, like, a tough change. But I have a really hard time thinking that teachers are going to, like, fail students that have been doing relatively well up until this point. Yeah, Granted, no like professor has said that, but I just think that, like, I don't know if you've had a good grade up until now, I'm a time thinking that you're not going to have a good grade by May.
3: Well, here's something I'm curious, yeah. what you're about here interested in is, um, I listened to the uh, student uh, survey, uh, well, servant student survey broadcast they did, and apparently, what, what's your, the student body president, um mm-hmm. Is trying to get all classes on pass fail rather than letter grades,
0: but yeah, the thing, which.
3: But I don't think that's a good idea because if you do that, then that none of those none of those credits count towards your GPA. I'm well, getting a four
1: right now.
0: I have a girl that is in one of my classes that's on student government, and when that passed, so students have the option. Up. It and has in, it
3: pa- Has it passed, or has it, or is it going to?
0: No, so what they decided on is that up until read and review day, you have the option to make a class SU grading. So you don't have to opt into it. But, like, come read and review day, if, like, you have a low grade in a class, you will be able to opt into that. Because I think the last day to do SU grading technically for the semester is, like, next week.
3: Yeah, I think that sounds about right.
0: When that passed... That allows students to have until the end of the semester to decide, like, do I want to get this grade? So, like, if you do start taking your classes, you can opt in to SU grading. So it won't affect your GPA, but you you still will get those credits.
3: But then my next question is, has the uh, Board of Higher Education approved that? Because I know that's another thing where we have to worry about is, are they going to approve anything?
2: I have no I, idea. I would assume that they will because just based on like what's going on but I agree with you I don't think that it should have been a thing but I I heard that too that you have the option to choose and I think that that's a good compromise because I do think there are some students who want this but like obviously like Mason said like I'm doing well in all my classes right now and I would rather get a good GPA but and the other thing is is if you get a U in a class you don't get those credits like they don't count towards your credit hours but if you get an f they still count towards your credit hours right so you have to watch that too so it's yeah i'm glad that they're giving like the option and i'm glad that they are up being flexible and then i'm but i'm also glad that they're like saying like hey you
0: don't have to do this yeah i'm glad that it's like optional because like yeah i mean i probably won't use it for any of my classes but like oh yeah I'm sure some people want to. So, so well, what's this
1: possible refunds? Have they talked about that at all? So I
2: haven't seen anything
1: about that.
0: Yes, did it's any a thing. of you did
1: you did any of you
3: guys actually listen to the uh, to the students back the student question? i have not yet. Um, I actually listened to it because I got bored one day, like most of us are. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, tuition. There were some students who were wondering if tuition was going to get refunded, uh, which that will not be. But the thing they're working on is getting board, room and board uh, do partial refunds. Same with mm-hmm. the dining plan and parking passes. But none of this has yet to. Is, well, when I when it was recorded, I think a week ago, <clears throat> it hadn't yet been approved by the the higher board of education. So they're working on that. Uh, I don't know if they've come out with any new announcements as of today. I saw the FAFSA
1: but, loan information where they said. Uh more loans would be going towards unsubsidized, right? The better, or is that the better one or the worse one? I don't know. They're going to be going towards the better version of the the FAFSA loan. The one that doesn't accumulate interest while you're still in school.
0: Yeah. That's the subsidized loan. That's subsidized? All right. right. They're doing,
1: they're making it so your unsubsidized loans are less and your subsidized loans are more. So that's another decent thing. And I don't think there's any interest on student loans right now anyways, so. That's another good addition. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think that, I think that they're doing everything that they possibly can to help us and support us. I mean, obviously that's hard during some of this, but.
1: Should we talk about the
0: two trillion bill? No. Yeah, I'm not gonna get any money. I mean, this is me off. I mean, how can you really say that? Dependents from eighteen to twenty four don't deserve to get that money. Yeah, exactly. But you are gonna give it to someone that's seventeen under, like what no,
3: seventeen it? under don't get anything.
0: Yes, they, they do. Their, they par-
3: their parents either. do. Yeah. yeah, but it's a whole lot less than if you are uh, eighteen to twenty four and a dependent.
0: Well, right, um, because like if you dependents don't get anything like if you're 18 to 24, but your parents get the 1200, but parents get the 1200 and then they get the extra 500 for their dependent. If they're under 17, like that's just, excuse me. Well, and the other thing is they're doing it based off your taxes. And like, here's the thing
2: I made, like, I'm a nanny, so I don't get taxed for that. Like they just pay me each week. And then I work for the Dakota student, but I don't make more than like two grand at the Dakota student a year. So I don't even make enough money to file for taxes. So the last two years I haven't filed for taxes because like you have to make like 12 grand to even file. So I don't even make enough to file for taxes. So yeah, I don't know, but I still am like paying taxes through my paychecks. I don't know. It's just, think there's a lot of things, uh, but I mean, I'm glad that they're also putting like things that if you make more than this amount, like my parents aren't getting any money because they make too much money, which is fine because they should go to other people. But
0: do you want to know what the best part is, though, is that whoever wrote that bill was at the house or whatever. So they put mm-hmm. out 25 million for themselves. So each of them get 50 grand. That's the best part of the bill. Excuse my language again, Benjamin. Yep. Well,
1: so did, you, did you see they? Grand.
0: And I'm not getting jack
1: jacksh. <laughs> they also gave 25 million to, what was it the Kennedy Center? And then once they got that money, they just laid off a bunch of artists. It also gave 75 million to NPR and C- or in PBS.
2: Yeah, you can thank Nancy Pelosi for that. It,
1: it gave a bunch of stupid money to stupid things that have nothing to do with coronavirus.
2: Yeah, and exactly. then she's like saying,
1: "Oh, we we need to get another bill
3: written up pretty quickly," and yeah. it's like. You're the one who wouldn't even let the bill pass in the first place. Why do we need another one?
1: I don't know if you guys read it at all, but the earlier one, I read like 60 pages of it. They had airplane emission standards in it. They had Planned Parenthood payments in it. Oh, yeah. It was like none of that stupid stuff has anything to do with coronavirus and should not be paid for by taxpayers during this time of crisis. It's all stupid. And our lawmakers are stupid. Our government is stupid. Everyone is stupid.
2: Well, Sorry. you want to know something else stupid? Sure. They're keeping planned parenthood open because abortions are essential during this time and I'm like, "No." They're canceling other surgeries like kidney stone surgeries, gallbladder surgeries. They're canceling those because they're trying to be f- have providers free, but they're keeping abortion clinics open because it they can tax it and because it's revenue for the state. That is yep. not essential. It does not help with coronavirus they are doing it because that's what it'll make money it's so like honestly like mason said our government is stupid they have mishandled this whole situation and that is why we are where we are today
3: well i disagree uh, well i sort of agree with that statement i think the governors are actually making the better decision than what oh for sure are. for well, sure
0: I think, yeah, I think so, i'll say it and i'll say it again sununu i love you and that's all I have to say. He's been so great. Like the entire time he's like really taking initiative in New Hampshire. Like as soon as like this started. So like when I was home for spring break is when he sent out like the first like, soft quarantine and immediately, like when he start had to start like closing down restaurants, like he went on for like, imp- like unemployment and there was like a button that you can just click for like the New Hampshire unemployment. That's like, it's because of the COVID-19 and like everyone's being like, accepted for unemployment and i just think it's so great and he's like trying really hard to like make sure like everyone's safe so instead of just doing like the two weeks stay at home he actually when he announced it he's doing it until like may 9th because he's just like i don't want to keep coming on every two weeks and like being a disappointment so here's like a month and a half like have fun but like honestly everyone just like needs to do that i feel like
3: see when washington started uh jay Inslee he he originally was being cautious with it of just doing the uh, just doing a slow shutdown, but then when it really got bad, he just shut everything down. And I don't think it's not even supposed to open until like May. I don't. I believe.
1: I think Virginia yeah. said they're not opening until June 10th. Yeah, I think everyone's wow. idea
3: of trying to be open well before this weekend and Trump saying let's get everything open for uh, Easter was big, just red flag because it's like. We're, the next two are the deadly weeks. And guess what yeah. that puts us at? Easter. Dude,
0: say, it's I'm also... John Easter praising the Lord or something, and I'm just like, oh my
1: God. Honestly, yeah. this is a, such a tough spot for the president to be in, though, because yeah. the longer he lets this thing wait and the longer we're all on lockdown, the worse our economy is going to get. So yes. I understand his urgency to try to reopen the economy because we're going to need it to deal with the drawbacks of this. But it may be too soon. Who knows?
2: The other thing, so I a lot of people are, like, talking about, like, if they do a national shutdown that, like, oh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take away our basic rights. And like Mason said, it's a bad place for a president to be put in. So I think, like, a situation like this, Trump does not want to make the call because he knows he'll get flack. So I'm pretty sure, like, in my mind, I feel like Trump basically – called all the governors and said, hey, I'm never going to do this. So it's up to you. So I think that that's why the governors have been slowly making these stay-at-home orders. And I agree. I think all the governors are handling it well. And it's like, because I think that they're all discussing things together, like Walls from Minnesota, when he got on and said, you guys were staying at home, he, he said, he's like, I've spoken with all 50 governors this morning to touch base before making this announcement and i like i think that they're all doing the best they can and i think that burgum i think he thinks that not putting a stay at home is fine because North is spread out but i think now i think that he probably will call it here in the next few days especially because they're coming out saying this is the deadly weeks
0: what i thought was interesting with him is um I don't know if it's the forum or something that was tweeting a lot or whatever. Um, what I thought was interesting is when this was first going down when I was like home for spring break is like pretty much like when all of this started like to get really like out of control. Um, and everyone was like pulling kids like out of the schools at least for two weeks to do remote learning, like even like, um, primary, secondary school. But he went on, and was like, I'm basing this off facts, not fear, like, the kids can still go to school. And then I thought it was interesting, like, seven hours later, he was in another press conference and was like, okay, like, we can take them out of school. I just thought, like, that like, granted it is North Dakota and a lot of things are spread out. However, like, the people that do, like, live in, like, the cities that are here, (laughs) um, like, that's dangerous, I just feel like, because most of the population... I would assume, are in the cities that are in the state. So, it's like, wouldn't you, like, want to shut everything down
2: before it gets Yeah. Out? I don't know. Well, and Walls, when he, when Walls made the call to shut down Minnesota or whatever, not shut down, I shouldn't say that, he made a comment that he was like, I believe that North Dakota and Wisconsin and all that will be following in suit because It doesn't make sense to have... Because it's like literally like Grand Forks and East Grand Forks. So in Grand Forks, you can go out and do whatever you want, but if you cross the border into EGF, they're like, "Uh uh-uh, no. right. So that doesn't make sense, and it's the same thing with Fargo and Moorhead. So they were saying North Dakota was going to make the call in the next few days, but they never did. So that's why I'm going to be interested, because he does a press conference every day at 4, I think. So I'm going to be interested to see... If today he makes the call and says, by Wednesday, y'all better be
0: in your homes. However, I will say, like, when I got back from spring break, I felt like a lot more people were taking it seriously out here. And maybe it's because, like, half of Grand Forks is gone because of school. But, like, Target to, like, get groceries. Like, there weren't that many people in the parking lot, and there weren't nearly, like, as many, like, in the store. No. Oh, yeah,
2: I think people are pretty much taking it seriously in Grand Forks.
0: Yeah, like, every day there was a line outside of the grocery store to get in, and, like, they were not standing six feet apart in New Hampshire a couple weeks ago, and, like, the stores Mm -hmm. were packed. Granted, because everyone there, I feel like, is very, like, conspiracy-based. So, like, like, sold out. But, like, here, I mean, like, I think people have been doing a good job at, like, not being, like, irrational when it comes to, like, stocking up, and I put that in quotes on, like, stuff, which is nice
2: yeah well, I'm hoping that because as soon as Berga makes the call, if he does in the next few days, the it's going to be a mass chaos here in North Dakota, so I'm hoping to get home and get groceries, like, and then I'm just going to hunker down because that's all we can do.
1: Um under the Minnesota lockdown, mm-hmm. uh you can still go get groceries and stuff.
2: Yes, stuff like yes. I've heard, though, my friend just told me they're pulling people over in Minnesota, and if you don't have a reason to be out, they will literally fine you. Oh, yeah, $1,000 and
1: up to 90 days in jail. Yeah.
2: No, I mean, I don't think that they would actually, because, I mean, if anything, you can say you're going to the
0: grocery store, and they Mm -hmm. can't be like, no, you're not.
3: So, going on that...
0: My biggest issue is like, well, Benjamin, you just drove home. But my thing is, so like when I'm trying to drive home in three weeks, I can't even imagine how many times I'm going to get stopped and be like, well, where are you going? I'm going yeah, home.
3: <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this, though. There weren't, throughout the drive, I didn't see that. There weren't that many cops out there. So I think as long as you're doing, your, your, if you, if you yeah. do get pulled over and you just tell them you're going home,
0: I you mean, my house is fully packed, so I feel like <laughs> I'm not lying. I do understand. Bother,
2: oh, like. yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, so essential businesses, I think it's like daycares, grocery stores, alcohol. So I thought it was weird that they were doing liquor stores, but I saw, so like, I'm a part of the, like, I added myself, they have like a Grand Forks community COVID page, which is actually really cool because they like, post things about the people in nursing homes and like they post like how we need to support local businesses so anyways if you're interested you should join that group but um anyways they posted somebody was like why are liquor stores essential and then somebody commented and said i thought the same thing but then i realized like then they it's because alcoholics it's better for them to have access to the alcohol than for them to go into withdrawal and then need hospital services that they won't be able to provide.
3: You're wow. not wrong CNN has a has a has an article saying uh, what are some of the things like the liquor store there gun yeah. stores?
0: Well, that was the funny part for me because that New Hampshire, someone like posted a screenshot of the news last night. It was like gun stores essential business. And I was like, that's the most like New Hampshire thing I've ever. Well, it's,
3: well what do you think of uh, GameStop being an essential business? It's
0: Wait, What? Where is that?
3: Um, Ga- I, I've, I've heard it multiple places, but GameStop says that they are an essential business. And but you can pretty much buy anything online digitally now.
2: I think that they think they're essential because right now their revenue is probably up because people are buying games right now. So I think that they think they're essential, but they're like, like you said, Benjamin, like it's, you can buy anything online now. Like GameStop is already going out of business. So,
3: yeah, that's why I think, I think that one, that one's kind of the crazy one because it's like everyone's, Amazon's going through the roof and trying to hire as many people as possible. But, So another thing that's happened with all this is what do you think about the Olympics getting having to get rescheduled by a year?
0: Honestly, like, I'm really thankful that they did reschedule it. Yeah. I feel like it's unsafe, especially for, like, athletes who are, like, in training to still be, like, training with people and, like, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like a lot of things, like, building the stadium, getting everything ready. It's, like, so many people are going to be, like, in close contact for that. And, like, at some point, like, I don't think it's a bad thing.
1: I'm surprised it took so long.
3: Well, I'm surprised that they actually just did a, re- a reschedule rather than cancel since in the past, like, with the wo- with all the World Wars and everything, they just canceled it outright.
2: Yeah, I'm surprised, too, that they didn't cancel, them, but
0: I'm glad that they rescheduled them. I mean, it, it, it shows we... I feel like the Olympics, like, give people... Sorry, that's I don't know, like, there's something that, like, the world watches, and I think that, like, that event, like, brings people together, and I think after, like, everything that's happening like I think that like we almost need that like we need something that's like a light at the end of the tunnel so I think like rescheduling rather than canceling is like the best thing that could have possibly be done
3: well I don't know if you okay. actually pay attention but I, let me pull up with that they're uh the the theme the uh theme of it I believe I think the theme is actually hope
0: is
2: it I'm looking uh-huh.
1: Did you guys see the pictures of the, the ring split up for social distancing?
2: No. <laughs> yes, I did.
3: <could. laughs> um, oh, it must they have just changed it. It was something with hope, but it's now united by emotion.
0: Well, I mean,
2: Ooh, united by emotion. Ooh, I mean, emotion. that's kind
1: of hope.
0: I mean, true. Yes.
1: Uh, But honestly, I don't know. I don't. I don't care about the Olympics. Uh, this is near the bottom of my concerns right now.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, but it's about the only thing positive in the news right now, if you think about it.
2: Yeah. True. And that's the thing. I like. I like. I said. Like, I literally have just kind of been in a constant state of anxiety, and it's like, I came home for a couple days to be with my dad because he's alone because my mom's in California and um, it's like he sits here and watches the COVID stuff all day long. And I'm just like, really, is that like, it's, it's exhausting. And it's like, because all day, they just talk about how bad it is, how we're all going to die and how everybody's dying. Like, it's just, and then they talk about what it means for the economy. And then it just gets me all anxious and stuff. And it's like, I just, we need good news and we need, happy stuff, and I don't know. I just, like, the only thing holding me together right now is the fact that, like, when this is over, we will be more united than ever, and, like, we will – everybody will just, like, party, and people will be out on the streets and hugging each other, and that's all I can look forward to.
1: Yeah. And some brighter news, the weather in Minnesota has been splendid. How about you guys?
0: Dude, it's been so – Grand Forks? Like, ridiculous. Like, in the 40s. I Literally, I went, I don't
2: know, it's got to be, like, 40 to 50 degrees here in Fargo, because I went for a walk right before this, and I didn't even have to, like, it was nice. I was like, wow, I didn't know what warmth from the sun actually feels like. It's funny, because, like, when I'm out in the
0: sun, I get, like, oh, it's 57 wrinkles. degrees here. That's crazy even are you right now (laughs) yeah but like when I'm out in the sun a lot I get freckles in the summer and so like I've been going for a walk for the past four days and it's been like pretty sunny and like now I have like freckles all over my forehead I don't know if you guys can see them but it's quite exciting like I almost got a sunburn I swear on my face the other day and I was (laughs) like color (laughs) Molly's getting color I don't know
1: why but with this coronavirus I was just in the mindset that we were in a winter that would never end Oh
2: just, yes, and I'm so glad. So,
1: I can't, yeah. can't. Ben, go ahead with what you were saying. Sorry for interrupting. Oh, I was I was just gonna say it's
3: been uh, pretty much uh, rain and rain for the last day. Cause, well, got up this morning for my six o'clock class, which means I eight a.m. class, which means I get to get up at five fifty in the morning, which is splendid. And I got to wake up to the sounds of rain pouring down this morning.
1: Oh, I like that though. Isn't it normally rainy in Washington?
3: Oh yeah, it's rain and gray. Linette, this whole week, uh, the weather app says one day without rain. Dang. But it's gonna be in the. It's gonna be like forty six to
1: fifty something. So it's nice weather. Well, those crops are gonna be watered for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, another brighter note. We can make light of this coronavirus is the bird surveillance memes that have been going around. Oh, yeah. So, we're all in lockdown so the government can re-energize their spy birds.
0: Yeah, have you guys... That's
2: hilarious. I didn't even know that was a thing.
0: Someone had brought this up to me uh, a couple weeks ago, actually, and I totally forgot to bring it up on the podcast... So there's, like, a conspiracy theory that birds are actually, like, put in place by, like, the CIA or something. And they when they migrate, they get their batteries changed. And then they get, like, back out in the world, like, being surveillance or whatever. And someone asked me when the coronavirus was, like, starting to get pretty bad. And they're like, well, have you actually seen any birds lately? Because I haven't. <laughs>
2: and I'm like, That's what? so funny.
0: But they, like... There's a website that has, like, actual, like, merchandise for these, like, people that, like, believe this.
1: Yep, birds aren't real. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's I'll, just.
3: I'll, I'll, di- I'll say the fact that I disagree with I haven't seen any birds because on the drive back I saw loads of migrating birds. Which could just mean they got their batteries. Their batteries, charged- their batteries could be fixed and everything, yeah. but it's hard to tell right now.
0: All charged up and ready to go. Yeah.
3: We'll know in about a year when, we don't, see the, when, we, don't, when the, we don't see birds again, we actually get to go visit outdoors and see if we can find where they get their batteries replaced at. Yeah. Hopefully, in a year,
1: we'll be able to go outside. Hopefully.
0: That's so sad to say. Like, hopefully, we'll be able to go outside and enjoy the weather.
1: <laughs> Honestly, hopefully. I'm thinking, uh, I don't know, I've been kind of pessimistic thinking about this this virus can mutate and really do a lot more damage than we can ever even dream of. It's already mutated like 40 times. I read from like Iceland scientists. Oh and yeah. I don't
2: want to talk about that. It,
1: it can really do some damage if it gets a crazy mutation that just, so
2: what do you think this is going to, ha- Oh, I'm not even going to talk about that we right now. We can just talk about gonna... that next week.
1: I don't know yeah. what, what I'm scared of the, the scariest part. Sorry, I'll end it with this. Um, this could just be the initial flow, you know, just to get everyone infected yes. and then all the mutate and then kill all the infected. So yeah, hopefully that doesn't happen. See you guys next week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> As Mason leaves the zoom. He just leaves the meeting. <laughs> Drop the mic. Bye. <laughs> Bye guys. Um, yeah. I mean, it's scary to think about like the possibilities, but I'm just trying to think about positive things. <laughs> um, yeah, that's kind of I'm out. just
1: saying, if this was Plague Inc., I would win this game easily.
0: <laughs> oh, no.
1: <laughs> Already infected Madagascar, Greenland, Iceland, all the hard places. All they gotta do oh is activate the kill, the kill switch.
2: Hit the kill switch. Biomedical hit. warfare. Honestly, though
0: scary stuff um these aren't the happiest of times so we apologize that this podcast is a little grim hopefully next week we'll be back with a more positive attitude um but also on behalf of the dakota student we hope everyone's staying safe and healthy and we encourage you to stay indoors and social distance um but yeah we'll see you next week thanks for tuning in